Hi everyone. As you may know, it is our mission to support and uplift Asian voices and stories in our community. And a huge part of this is normalizing conversations around mental health in Asian households. In episode 26 of The Potty, we had a super insightful convo with the delightful Asami, the founder behind Shapes and Sounds, which is the online destination and platform for Aussie Asian mental health and well-being. So the next step of her project is creating a club to foster a safe community for us Aussie Asians, which I swear... I've never ever seen this before. So it's like totally sick that we'll finally get to have a dedicated space for people like you and me to come together and talk about all of the hard and good stuff. It'll feature webinars with experts, access to personalized programs catered for our unique Asian diaspora experience, and also an opportunity to meet like-minded Australian Asians. So sign up for the full three-month trial from the end of April to July, and not only will you get the first month absolutely free, but also a cool Shapes and Sounds tote bag to go along with it. For sure, that sounds sick. Anyway, if y'all interested, be sure to check out justshapesandsounds.com. So that's J-E-S-T, shapesandsounds.com. You can also find them on Instagram as well at justshapesandsounds. Tiana and I will definitely be on the platform as well. So we will see you guys there. Thank you to Shapes and Sounds for being an absolute pioneer in the Asian mental health space. This is something that we've been craving and something that we definitely need. So we're super excited to see how it's going to turn out. Anyway, back onto the episode. Welcome to Unapologetically Asian, the place where we talk about navigating through adulthood as Asian Australians. Today, you're joined by Twee and Tiana. Yo, 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 everyone. We hope you didn't miss us too much as last week we did take one week's break. But you know what? That is uh, very fitting because today's topic is all about taking breaks <laughs> and taking timeouts for yourself. And it's all about work-life balance, baby. Mm-hmm. So as you guys may or may not know, Twee and I are full-time working women. And we also run this podcast as our baby and as our side hustle. Um, and with that, there are also a bunch of other things on our plates. So as we go through the buffet of life, <laughs> as we... <laughs> I kind of planned that line in my head, so I hope it actually makes sense. As we go through that buffet of life, of course, we feel overwhelmed and we have times where we feel very anxious. Mm -hmm. So we thought we'd take this time to kind of talk about that, talk about how it's completely normal. I'm sure you have experienced stress and pressure in your life, balancing all of these different things as well. And if not, Please tell us your tips and tricks. Fucking straight <laughs> into the DMs, guys. Seriously, if, the, if you guys are living a freaking carefree life and able to handle everything that life throws at you with, you know, poise and whatever the fuck, I don't know what I'm saying. But honestly, if you have like solid tips and tricks, DM us. But what mm-hmm. we'll be trying to go through today is what works for us, what we've discovered by doing a little bit of research and the different ways that we try to cope with everything that's happening in our lives. So let's start off with talking about our current workload. So Tiana, what the heck is going on in your life? Like, what do you have to balance? (laughs) All right, Twee. Well, I guess the first thing is work. Um, We have, I guess you could say, quote unquote, nine to five jobs. But a lot of the time, if I message Twee, usually she's working overtime. If she messages me, I'm usually working (laughs) overtime. So... I mean, I guess you could say we're both workaholics. Honestly, I think that mentality or that 
culture has kind of been ingrained to us since we were studying or even when we we're younger right like mm. I've always seen my parents work super super hard work overtime just putting in the hours and I think because of that I've kind of adapted that into my own lifestyle as well mm. and do you think that's healthy though like it's such it's so toxic right but something that we cannot help you know if mm. we see like there's a deadline coming up and yeah it's hit 5 30 we can't just simply turn off our laptops it doesn't work that way like we should be i think all workplaces should encourage all of their employees to log off when they you know when the time is up because as we'll discuss later it's all about that work-life balance right but, um, you know, it's something that I guess we have to unlearn, really. Like, it's not there. It's not just the company's responsibility to ensure that their employees are getting enough time off. But it's also down to the employee's own responsibility as well to take matters into their own hands and put their foot down when it comes to you know pushing out deadlines and all that. Um, but, yeah, I completely understand you, Tiana. Like, it's really... Like as much as I want to log off, it's so like you feel it in my chest. Like it's so in the hard. yeah, it's in the back of your mind, and like you can't get it out, and you end up thinking about it like for the rest of the night until the day after, where you can actually do it again. Or, in most cases, you end up doing it. So, <laughs> yeah, sucks. It's like we can't switch off. Mm. Well, I don't know about you, but I I feel like I can't switch off. I feel like even if I'm not doing work, I'm still thinking about work, or I'm still thinking about the podcast which is another job within itself it's so hard to like flip the switch and just completely turn off because I think you just feel so much responsibility you don't want to let people down right yeah oh my gosh that's a huge thing like I think we put so much pressure on ourselves it's kind of like a domino effect right like the way I see it is like an action that I do or a job that I do if I don't do it well if I don't do it perfectly then that's going to affect my team of that's going to affect the KPIs of the organization. So that in itself pushes me to keep going because I really want to please people. And that's like, I think that's actually like quite a toxic mentality, right? Something mm-hmm. that I'm really trying to work on is being this people pleaser. Sometimes I guess it's it's just hard to just stop and try to, as you said before, unlearn that mm. type of behavior. <sighs> but there are ways to work around that that we'll discuss later on. Um, but yeah, I guess other than work, what else is there? Let's talk about our podcast, Tiana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that is another big thing. If, if any of you out there have your own little side gig or side hobby, you know that shit takes time. It eats up a lot mm-hmm. of time. And as much as you love what you're doing, at the same time, there are other aspects of it that can be really admin really boring, really draining. But you got to do what you got to do to keep it going, right? Yeah, like honestly, like full disclosure, when we and I first started the podcast, we had no idea how much work we'd have to put in or how much effort we'd have to put in to produce something that we're proud of. Mm. And I think that we honestly didn't know that it is essentially growing a brand. It's growing a business within itself, even though that's not the reason why we started. Like honestly, hand on heart, the reason why we started is because we saw that there was this lack of Asian representation and we really wanted to help fill that void. But I think now when we reflect and look at all of the work that we put into it, whether it is recording the episode itself, Mm -hmm. doing the research for the episode, writing the outlines, setting up interviews, writing up questions to interview the guests, designing our website, social media, marketing, all of these different aspects. And I'm sure I've forgotten like a bunch of things that we do. Mm. All of these aspects take up a huge chunk of time, energy, and it's something that we didn't know Mm. was going to be such a thing. And the thing is, I'm sure other like entrepreneurs or, you know, people with side hustles can 
relate to this is that you make these jobs and you make these tasks yourself, yeah. right? Like, you know how like at work, it's like people give you work to do mm. and you're like, oh, now I have more shit to do. But this is literally Toy and I like sitting together, just us two thinking, okay, what do we need to do to grow? What do we need mm. to do to reach our goals? And coming up with the work ourselves and then doing the work ourselves. <laughs> yeah, so motivation takes up a big part of that because you know what Mm. keeps us going we're making these tasks ourselves or putting all this extra pressure on ourselves so what are some motivators or what can what's some fuel that will keep us going and keep us motivated to continue on this path of doing this extra work that we've given Mm -hmm. ourselves Um, that is a really big part of maintaining these side hobbies is yeah keeping that motivation and the next thing is our social lives. What social right? life? <laughs> <laughs> Jokes. Literally. <laughs> you know, we've got to maintain friendships, man. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's Tiana's important. a party animal. <laughs> oh, no. Coming from Tui. Nah, man, you're the one who's getting lit every single fucking weekend. No, nah, I'm not, bro. coming out, bro, every single weekend. Nah, I haven't drank in a long time, okay? okay. I'm being serious. Oh, yeah. A lot of these social events I've gone to, I've driven. So... There's some tea there, all right? <laughs> I'm trying to... I'm retired. <laughs> sure, sure. Oh, you're just giving me a bad rep, man. Twee is just as a big of a party animal, okay? She's always trying to, you know, get down yeah. at, at the clubs. Well, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Shit's fun. But what's stopping me now <laughs> is the funds. Honey, that shit is too expensive. I can't. It's not my liver. I don't give a fuck about that. Trash that shit. But I don't have the monetary uh, capability to trash my liver at the moment, so... Oh, sad times. <laughs> the real talk, though. But yeah, I mean, yeah. social life that involves also your friends, right? Mm, friends mm. are friendships, relationships, big part of your life. Should be a big part of your life. Um, mm. But maintaining those friendships is so difficult. You know, it's not only your schedule that's busy; it's also their schedule that's busy too. So finding mm. the middle line between those two is a bit hard sometimes. Dude, honestly, maintaining friendships as an adult. <laughs> is so hard compared to what it was like when we were in uni or when we were in high, high school. school. Because at least, you know, there would be a set time where you could meet up with your friends at lunchtime or recess or you could just, like, catch up during uni when you're meant to study. Um, but now people are either working, they're still studying, they might be doing other things in life. And, yeah, as you said, schedules don't align and it's just hard to keep up. Mm-hmm. The next section on your plate is mashed potatoes. Now, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> it is relationships, dating, partners, etc., etc. Mm. So, you know, this is like if you have a significant other, if you don't have a significant other, but you're like actively dating and that type of thing, that shit takes up time. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's hard because you have to think about another person as well as think about yourself because not only do you have your own social life (laughs) but then you have to think you have to consider your partner as well yeah honestly though you have to consider their social life because they're going to invite you to like their outings and their events (laughs) so it's like (laughs) oh shit I have to go to like my partner's uncle's birthday dinner or some shit like that (laughs) like you have to make time for those too (laughs) but yeah I'm like dating and stuff Hitting up people on the apps is one part of it, but then actively going on dates is also another part of it. I'm mm. like, oh my God, forgot that's a thing. Like, wow, I have to spend <laughs> my Friday night with a complete stranger. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> and you know what? You can sometimes get physical <laughs> with your partners, which leads us into our next 
category and that is exercise that was and the worst health, baby god that was the worst segue i've ever heard in my fucking life right <laughs> like there's a connection there you gotta admit there's a connection but yeah um, dude physical health dude just like carving out like time to go to the gym can also be quite difficult right like or even carving out time to exercise mm-hmm. because after all the other shit that we just listed then you gotta you know maintain this maintain peak physique, the physique. <laughs> And you know what? Like physical health is actually largely connected to mental health. <laughs> that was a better segue, Tiana. Thank you, Toy. Thank you. <laughs> Honestly, from last year, right? Like I think that's when I had a huge wake up call, a huge realization that mental health is super important to maintain and upkeep. Mm. People tell us to go to the doctors for a checkup or to maintain our physical health, but not a lot of people say, hey, go to a therapist or hey, you know, take time to work on gratitude or take time to look at self-growth or self-development. And I wish that was normalized more because I think it's super, super important. So Mm -hmm. I think that's definitely another thing that is really hot on our radar. Yeah. And that also takes time too. Like going to therapy takes time, sitting down, grabbing out pen, opening up a book to journal out your thoughts takes time. Mm. So, yeah. And you know what? There's also shit that you have to do that is like, life admin shit right like paying those bills paying for that fine that you did when you accidentally were speeding in a 40 zone even though it's my first offense ever and i had to appeal that that took time it took time to appeal it you know what i mean it took time to beg the government to give me another chance um sorting out your finances and making sure that your interest is compounding to oh make God, sure that yes. you know <laughs> investing in then stonks yeah, checking your crypto sure the crypto <laughs> making sure your crypto wallet is healthy you know what i mean so all of these little things it takes time yeah i mean there's all the admin stuff and there's also kind of like your hobbies and all that right mm. i do like to pick up the occasional hobby of doing super random shit Right now, it's currently drawing. Um, I don't know if uh, you guys remember, but in a few episodes ago, I talked about how my weeb life came out, and suddenly I am now interested in drawing manga and shit. So, <laughs> so I've been like before bed each night. I've been trying to fit in some time to, like, just sketch up something or whatnot. But it's always been a dream of mine, or something that I've always been interested in is learning how to draw so that I can because like okay this is gonna sound really dumb but I have very very vivid dreams and I would love to be able to translate what's in my head onto paper visually so yeah I've been just practicing drawing um and all that stuff but like yeah that fucking takes time man I don't have time for this mm. shit, but I want to have time for this shit so I gotta make time for this shit um I mean on, and then like on top of that it's like the thought of pursuing other hobbies like I'm really interested in like clothes making like garment making um so I'm thinking of getting like a sewing machine but then part of me is kind of like do I even have time to do that shit (laughs) like Mm. am I just wasting my money investing in something and then not pursuing it I'm not you know using it to its fullest potential don't know um but yeah it's just making time for hobbies as well that's also another thing another thing that is on the plate for me is being a good daughter or sister. So this mm. is all about family because for me, family is super, super important. So if I'm doing a lot of the other things, like if I'm putting a lot of my time into work, into podcasting, into social life, into partners, into all of that kind of stuff, I also feel a sense of guilt if I'm not at home a lot. Mm. I have this thing where it's like, if I'm organizing social plans, I try to be home for dinner at least throughout the week. 
sometime throughout the week. You know, the connection that you have with your parents or with your siblings, that's still a relationship that you have to maintain. Just as a social relationship or just as a um, romantic relationship, you need to kind of maintain that and keep and keep up with that. So mm. I think that is something that I really want to work on as well because I've seen how hard my parents work to put a roof over my head, to put dinner on the table for me, that I feel like any way possible that I can give back to my parents, whether that be like doing the dishes or hanging the clothes or doing chores or just like showing up at home, that's like a way that I can give back to my parents. And then, you know, one day hopefully I can give more. (laughs) But that's just like another thing. And even like with my brother, like sometimes our schedules will be really conflicting. Like he starts work at like six or seven, comes home at four and then afterwards goes to the gym. And then sometimes I don't even see him, even though we live in the same house. Mm. So finding time to just catch up with my brother is also really important as well to me. Yeah, for sure. This episode is brought to you by Scoopy Milk Bar. Scoopy is a Melbourne-based dessert brand that currently specializes in deliciously refreshing Korean bingsu. It's our go-to dessert place that has plenty of good vibes and you know how much Twin and I love them good vibes and so many yummy flavors to choose from. So Tiana, tell me, What's your favourite flavour? Well, Toy, I'm glad you asked. I do love myself some mango. It really hits the spot with a burst of mango pearls and milk mochi. And gotta love pouring in the condensed milk on that mountain of scoopy goodness. And what about yourself, Toy? Well, my favourite has got to be taro. It's not too overly sweet and I reckon the toppings work super well together. Like you've got taro mochi, tapioca pearls, and it's also topped with condensed milk too. But yeah... It's awesome how Scooby was founded by fellow Aussie Asians who wanted to spread their Asian heritage and upbringing through food. So we have a lovely discount for you guys today. All you need to do is use the code UA10 for 10% off your entire order in the month of May. That's right, UA10, UA10, UA10. Thank you so much, Scoopy, for blessing our listeners with this Scoopy goodness. And we'll continue the episode now. Okay, just a little disclaimer. Um, Tiana and I are by no means perfect individuals. These mm-hmm. tips and tricks um, that we're going to be listing out soon, we've read up on it, we've watched a few videos and compiled it. And some of these tricks we attempt to, you know, use in our own lives as well. And then some of them we are, um, th- some of those are something that we would like to pick up and you know, um, incorporate into our life so that we can find a good work-life balance. So um, mm-hmm. the first one, the first kind of like segment of the tips and tricks that we'll be talking about is planning and prioritizing. Mm-hmm. Our brains are really prone to forgetting things and you might think that you have a excellent memory. And, you know, some people out there do with their photographic memory, very envious of that, but... For majority of us, it's really normal to forget things. So if you can, try to like literally write down everything that you need to do. Mm-hmm. So whether that's handwritten in a diary or simply adding it to your calendar, like what I always do and try to do is if someone mentions uh, making a plan with me, I will write it down in my calendar like immediately because otherwise my dumbass will fucking forget. So even if it's like not even set in stone, like, for example, last week my friend hit me up and they were like, oh, hey, um, do you want to catch up? I'm like, yeah, sure. Can What about next Thursday? I'm free. And then they're like, oh, I'm not entirely sure. And, but then I wrote it down anyway in my diary just in case. And then even though like it wasn't set in stone, it's kind of like good to have that sort of placeholder there. 
Yeah, just like mm. putting everything down in a diary or writing it down on a piece of paper that you won't lose <laughs> is really important. Um, but yeah, also like having it down will help you visualize what you need. Mm-hmm. It will help you visualize what you need to do. And then you can use that list to prioritize things and put them into like little buckets. Like I'm going to do this today. I'm going to do this amount tomorrow and so on and so forth. So Tiana, you mentioned you like to write lists, right? Is that something you're into mm-hmm. i am santa claus i like to write a list uh, <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> no i think i mentioned in our previous episode one of my recommendations is a whiteboard mm. and that is where i like to write my lists. so i've got a few different places actually so the whiteboard i section that out into three sections so unapologetically asian podcast stuff work and then social um, plans for the week and it's just so that i can have everything laid out to me visually I also have been writing things um like you know how before we mentioned things like mental health and we mentioned physical health as Mm. well like going to the gym I've actually written that down as well because I feel like when I actually plan it out I'm more likely to follow through with that plan so for an example right like let's just say I haven't planned out when I'm going to the gym this week then you could easily kind of just forget to go or maybe you just kind of become lazy but then if you actually write it down you're like okay I've written down that I'm going to the gym today so I'm going to try to follow through with that because remember the only person that you'd be letting down really is yourself so you gotta you know keep yourself in check and back yourself <laughs> um <laughs> I also have a planner like a calendar planner as well but you know I can't use it at the moment because it starts in July so that's a bit of a <laughs> That's a bit of a down For there. a bit of context, listen to our last episode in our recommendations. <laughs> Tiana's disappointing encounter with this particular journal she's just mentioned. With Kmart. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely writing shit down. And I totally agree with you. Putting it in the calendar as well in the app mm-hmm. is a good way to go. Also, something that I do, which a lot of people find strange, but I just do it anyways, is I message myself. <laughs> so like before what? I go to sleep I know like before I go to sleep you know how I mentioned before that I can't switch off so sometimes before I go to sleep my mind is so active that I'm like okay what sh- what stuff do I really need to prioritize tomorrow even if I haven't written it down you know how you can message people let's just say you message Twee but instead of messaging Twee I message Tiana Nguyen which is myself and I message myself I'll be like and do you like oh. wake up the next morning you're like oh, I've got a notification yeah and you literally it, like, like you, know, you know what that reminds me of um when you lose your phone and you ask someone to call your phone for you and then like you finally find you pick it up you're like oh I got a missed call like oh my god I'm so popular oh I feel loved and you look at it and you're just like oh wait no that was the missed call that was me <laughs> that was me, <laughs> yeah, that was me. <laughs> yeah like the last thing I messaged was like Mikey and then I woke up in the morning, I had a notification that said Mikey. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to forget my Mikey today. So boom, it works, guys. It works. So message yourself. Give yourself tip. some that self-love. <laughs> no one's going to message you, message that yourself. That serotonin in the morning is what gets you going. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. a little, another little trip in terms of like writing things down is keeping your list small. So if you are planning your day-to-day activities, instead of writing, like for example, I need to do like 10 things the day after. Pick out five or six key things that are a mix of like a really easily achievable things as well as mm. other things that might take up a bit more time. That way you can focus on getting X amount of tasks done. And, you know, 
it's so satisfying to cross things off, right? Once you cross off one task, it gives you a bit more motivation, more serotonin, like whatever. And that will encourage you to cross out everything else on your list. But if you have like a massive list, that's going to be like really... If you're overwhelmed. Overwhelmed, yeah. I mean? Very yeah. overwhelming. So if you can keep your list small, that's better. I tend to keep things on like maximum seven like seven is like my lucky number or something but when I go down to write my daily list of tasks whenever I do write down a list I go one two three four five six seven and then I write it on that and one task could even be like literally making my bed sometimes I write that Mm. down and like I do it I make my bed because that's like you know really quick and then I get to cross it off I'm like oh shit I'm so productive (laughs) so the next bucket of tips falls under focus on forming productive habits so this includes things like going to the gym slash working out, sleeping at a good time, drinking water, making your bed, reading productivity books, or even listening to productivity podcasts. Like, so Tiana's listed out all these like little habits that you can do, but it's important to kind of like form them and get into the rhythm of making these sort of actions habits, right? Because once it's a habit, it kind of, it's like automatic, goes at the back of your head. For example, instead of dreading going to the gym, it's kind of like, oh, I need to go to the gym. So it's like automatic. Like you don't have to think twice about it. I think the whole idea is to decrease the amount of mental stress that you put onto each particular activity that you do so that it allows more room and more mental space to do other things in life. Because the reason why I procrastinate a lot is because the thought about doing a certain task is overwhelming or can be overwhelming. And it's like seeps. Like my automatic reaction to a lot of things that I need to do is like, oh, seeps. But if it if it is a habit, though, it's like if I don't do it, I feel weird. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So turning activities or events that you need to do often into habits is a way to increase productivity. I like that. I like that. I think this kind of goes hand in hand with changing your mindset, right? So when you adopt healthy habits, you then are able to connect that with a positive mindset. Okay, full disclosure, the other day I just burst into tears I was so overwhelmed with everything happening in my life that I just started crying and I was like why am I crying like what is going on why am I you know but then afterwards upon reflection it's because I didn't take time to actually process my stress or process the pressures going on in my life rather Mm -hmm. I kind of let that fester and it I just internalized everything that I was feeling it's like a bottle of champagne right like you bottled everything up inside and then finally you open that bad boy up and pop there it goes there it goes. It goes shooting across the room into someone's eye. <laughs> now, hopefully not. <laughs> but, you know, like it happens. We are human beings. When you feel stressed, when you feel pressure, it's okay to let your body feel that stress and pressure. So I think that's something that I'm going to try to do more often is like whenever I actually encounter like that I'm feeling overwhelmed about something, I'm just going to like let my body feel overwhelmed. And I might do that you know, by crying, if that's how I want to do it. Or I might do that by turning on a good playlist and dancing it out, you know, like just expressing that internal like struggle that you're feeling and accepting that you don't have to be perfect in every aspect of your life. Because Mm -hmm. I think that's something that we all do, right? Like we kind of think, whoa, I've got so much on my plate. I have to do the best that I can for every single one. Like you're going to have to accept that, hey, sometimes you're going to need to sacrifice different parts of your life. Mm, For sure, for sure. Okay, so we just spoke about all these different ways that can help you with your productivity and finding ways that work for you. But let's talk about the reality of life right Mm -hmm. because it's uh not always um sunshines and rainbows out Mm. there up in this bitch 
No, um, I think one major thing about um, life and especially balancing all these things is the concept of burnouts. Mm -hmm. You know, happens all the motherfucking time. We're all human. We all have a limit. Like Mm. a car that is filled up with petrol, it's going to run out of petrol. We are going to have points where we have a breaking point or we're going to have points where we feel overwhelmed and we feel an immense amount of stress and pressure. And it's important that we just let ourselves feel those things, be kind to ourselves. But then it's also important that we try to find a way to bounce back, you know, Mm. try to find a way to like say, okay, how can I, how can I grow from this? Is it reflecting? Is it being kinder to myself? Is it saying no? You know, mm. just saying N-O to things. <laughs> because that is hard as, man. I'm still, I'm mm. learning how to do that. I think even especially as Asian Australians, we've been taught is to always please people to say yes. Mm. It comes back to that people-pleasing mentality where you just feel like you don't want to disappoint anyone, but mm. the, the most important person that you have to consider is yourself as well. Leading on from that is the idea that we're always going, 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 always trying to like do something productive. It's so important to have unproductive mm. days and there will be days where you will seem unproductive. Don't beat yourself up over it. You need to have those unproductive days. And my definition of unproductive is doing like nothing. Oh, this is going to get hella deep. But growing up in, in like a motherfucking capitalist society that equates like success to constant productivity mm. and growth, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's kind of like... It's actually very unrealistic mm-hmm. because, like you said, we're a car. We're going to run our fuel, right? Mm-hmm. And just because we run our fuel doesn't mean the car is completely useless. It's still there. We still have potential to kind of like refuel ourselves and get the car going. But when you when you have an empty tank, you shouldn't feel shit about it mm-hmm. because you can always bounce back. You can always refuel your tank. Mm-hmm. But um, like like what happens is that like yeah when you have an empty take or when you have those unproductive days you tend to beat yourself up over it and you feel like shit you're like oh you you know the day has ended you haven't done anything quote like whatever productive a lot of it feels like yeah like what a waste of time but unknowingly by letting yourself rest by letting yourself just chill out relax not use your mind that much you know helps you that is your mental refuel like that is mm-hmm. allowing your body to rest as well that's giving you physical refuelment if that makes any sense mm. um but yeah it's another interesting thing to think about yeah at the end of the day whoever's listening to this i hope you know that you are doing the best that you can real recognize real <laughs> i see you i see you So be kind to yourself, take time out to chill, take time out to do nothing, take time out to get your life in check and just know that we are all going through the same thing. And hopefully Mm. this episode has given you a bit of something to relate to. It gives you a bit of comfort to know that there are other people out there going through the exact same thing as you are or something Mm -hmm. similar Mm -hmm. and it's okay to feel the way you feel. And if you want to work towards something, do it and if you want to have unproductive days or do nothing that's totally fine as well because we need it all righty moving on to recommendation time so this is the segment where we talk all about the books movies tv shows food and random shit that we have been consuming throughout the week twee what have you got for us this week 
this week I have surprise surprise a music recommendation but I'm so fucking excited to give this one because I've been sleeping on these people so Mm. it's a duo a pop duo and their name is Majid Jordan I think they're signed by Drake's label but Mm -hmm. they are the duo who paired with Drake for the iconic song Hold On We're Going Home Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm I fucking love that song. Like, hold on. Just mm. hold on. Go like, home. I fucking love it. Like, when it first came out, I was, like, listening to that shit on fucking repeat. I thought it was just Drake. I didn't re- realize there was, like, another who joined in with the song as well. Mm. But anyway, I recommend two songs from them. The first one is Waves of Blue. I shit you not. I think I've listened to it at least a thousand times since last week when I discovered it. It's so fucking good. It's so addictive. I love it. And the other one, which I discovered like two days ago, and it's probably listened to it like 500 times already, um, is Superstar. Okay, so two songs by Majid Jordan. So that's M-A-J-I-D Jordan. First song, Waves of Blue. Second song, Superstar. Superstar of a song. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, so fucking good. Oh, such a vibe. So chill. Love it. And there's something nostalgic about Waves of Blue as well, which I really enjoy. Um, and their music video for Ways of Blue is also pretty, like, aesthetically pleasing. So jump on that shit as well. Anyway. Love that for you, Twee. Yes. Enough about me. What about you, Tiana? What's your record for this week? So my recommendation for this week is a podcast called Real Asian Podcast. So that's Real R-E-E-L. Asian podcast and it is an Asian American film podcast that is run by Ray Allen Bryan other guest hosts and they talk about and they dissect different Asian films if you know me you know that I do love my films I do love and I also love listening or watching videos that analyze films and I feel like these guys do a really good job at breaking down and dissecting different plots, characters, storylines of some awesome Asian content that we have out there. And they also do a bit of a review as well. So they have spoken about movies such as Always Be My Maybe, Mulan, The Half of It, Tiger Tail, um, Crazy Rich Asians, Searching and Burning, just to name a few. So I really like it because I feel like they have a good amount of banter in there, but there's Mm. also some really smart... Um, film analysis which I love because I love learning about especially people that know more about the industry or know more about the films I love learning about um, the ins and outs of the film and also like how people interpret films in different ways I think there's such a beauty behind that so yeah definitely recommend giving that one a go and also support your fellow Asian podcasters out yes, there mm-hmm, I love mm-hmm. that Mm-hmm. anyways thank you so much you guys for listening to this episode we hope you enjoy the podcast um, if you like what you listen to please follow or subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting platform and mm-hmm. if you're on apple Podcasts, leave us a rating or review it really helps us out you can also find us on social media mainly instagram at unapologetically AZN. Yes, and we also have a website. You can check us mm-hmm. out. Um, that is www.unapologeticallyasian.com.au. We host a list of all of our episodes that we've got out, um, a list of our partners that we work with, a place where you can contact us, a whole bunch of other exciting things. So feel free to check that out if you like and if you're interested. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's all for this week, guys. We hope you have a sensational time wherever you are in the world. 
and we will be using the next episode bye bye bye